0: Live from Cool Boys Central. The boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are
1: just cool boys revisiting Batman: The Animated Series and wearing hats. <laughs>
0: this is Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast.
1: I see Batman and Beyond. <laughs> Meow. Meow. Meow.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Greedies Cool Boy Cat Nation yeah. And welcome To another installment Of Batman And Beyond
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Cool Boy's <laughs> Podcast I'm <laughs> Ballard And I'm Nightwing Steve Meow so cool. Tonight's episode is Cult of the Cat. Directed by Butch Lukik. Story by Paul Denny and Stan Berkowitz. Teleplay by Stan Berkowitz. This episode aired on September 18th, 1998. And this week's villain is Thomas Blake from the cult of the cat, or is it Catwoman?
0: Tell me, tell me. Who's the villain? Who's who's the villain of this one? No. Is it Catwoman? I don't think so. She's kind of like the protagonist, I guess, right? I don't remember exactly.
1: And Wikipedia says, Batman tries to help Catwoman, (laughs) who is being chased by a cat cult due to a statue she stole absent this week. <laughs> Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing. That's interesting because we kind of get an episode that's a little bit just like an old Batman episode. Yeah. Kind of from the first season or second season. An episode that wouldn't have had Robin mm-hmm. in it and before Batgirl was a reoccurring character. Uh-huh. And before Nightwing even existed.
0: Do you think that's why it's a story by Paul Denny? Is that it might be like it was left on the board?
1: I think so. Because it also feels that way all within the nature of Every single episode I feel so far uh, of the season has has had Batman and someone, and or someone and someone of the Bat family, but like this episode is just truly a Batman episode. I mean, and it's not it's not that good, <laughs> like just kind of sucks about it is that it's not it's not good. It's like the end of Catwoman. Yeah, it's her not last good. appearance.
0: You know, yeah. but they do kind of finalize that she has like some sort of power over cat species.
1: Finally, this is the first time they've ever really gone there. I mean, she's she's had control over ISIS, uh, but ISIS is a pet.
0: Still, she's
1: she's full on talking to Black Panthers (sighs) and telling them to fucking like not attack her. She's talking to this fucking ultimate cat, this giant huge tiger, saber tooth tiger. Definitely. But Steve, you said that this is the last time we we see her. Um, I think this is the last time we see her in this show. She's not in any other show. She actually shows up in a short called Chase Me. That was attached to the DVD for uh, Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. Ah. And that feels like... That has no dialogue, just so you know. It has zero dialogue. It's all jazz music, like, like Kenny G is doing it. It's really fucking weird. It doesn't match up at all with anything Batman-related, the music-wise. It's really, really funky. And then uh, no dialogue, and it kind of ends a little sexy-ish, uh, the way Batman kisses her and then handcuffs her to the to the fence. Ooh. But um, yeah. what's really... Me, how and D. Mm-hmm. Tonight's episode is... <laughs> um, so, but I, what I liked about uh, Chase Me uh, being the final time we ever see Catwoman, because uh, it was released in October 21st, 2003, and this was released in 1998, as we talked about September 1998, um, is that uh, Chase Me feels like it must be some deleted sequence, like a prologue to... Batman Mystery of the Batwoman and just because they didn't have time to actually uh, get voice dialogue or even do folly for the sound effects that they just weren't... Fuck it. Just throw some music underneath it and who gives a shit? We'll figure it out later. It, it feels like lost material that they decided to try to use somehow as DVD bonus content.
0: Hmm. Maybe. Um,
1: Yeah, I, well, I, I, I've never seen Batman Mystery of the Batwoman.
0: The, I think... So, I've seen it once. Does that have? The, I think it has the voice of um, what's her name? Dang it, she's uh, had that show. The Batwoman. Yeah, the the mystery of the of the phantasm. Uh, whatever. No, I forget now. It was mystery of the Batwoman. The what? that it is? Yeah, my,
1: yeah, mystery of the Batwoman is the movie I was talking about. Yeah, uh, I don't know who the uh, actress that plays Batwoman. I'm sure it's a big actress. I um,
0: I'm going to look it up. Okay. Uh, she was started um, in The Closer, I
1: think. I don't know who's in The Closer. Kira Cedric. Sounds familiar.
0: Kira Cedric.
1: Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, Cult of the Cat is – it is odd. To go back kind of where we started off with this with the <laughs> fact that Catwoman has powers where she can command cats like Aquaman commands marine life. Uh-huh. And it doesn't really work uh, for me in this because it does feel kind of out of place. Um, and in general, Catwoman has never really worked for me. I feel like this this season.
0: Well, they like made her more into the Tim Burton version, I guess, of of Catwoman by making her all like white skinned, and and then that one did have more control over cats, right? In in Batman and whatever the Batman number two was called. Batman Returns. Batman Returns.
1: <laughs> there was a little bit of play there, right? Uh, the way – I felt more like the cats kind of controlled her or were responsible for giving her her life back maybe. Well, they did
0: do that, but then I thought that like – it's been so long since I've seen it, but I thought that they like – she seemed to control them, but I don't know. Again, I, I could barely remember the name of the movie. <laughs> Batman Returns. <laughs> Yeah. Batman, Batman, well, Batman, it's interesting
1: two. that in this um, this show, uh, Cult of the Cat, this episode, mm-hmm. uh, we have, like, you know, so many, like, these, like, moments that feel a little bit played too heavy for, like, the audience. Like, when our heroes, there's the cliff act break uh, between acts one and two where they're burned alive in a chimney. And they actually get out of it, right? But, like, the idea, like, you're going to break, like, they could be burned alive in the chimney. It's a pretty harrowing moment for a child. But then later Catman, Thomas Blake, is, like, you know, trying to get Catwoman to join the cult of the cat. And he's like, you know, hey, let's go. Wait for a little bit while we're getting everything ready. Yeah, we have
0: some time or something like that. We have some
1: time, and then she, so he takes her to a bedroom. Right? Oh yeah,
0: you know what he wants. And, and
1: she's just like, she's like, yeah, I'll just, I, I gotta get ready for a second my, mentally. He's like, well, it's gonna be like an hour. I think I know some things we can do. He fucking straight up wants to have sex with her for a whole hour. Oh yeah, Catman and Catwoman just banging and like, it's just, it's a little bit like. I feel like the sex is a little more sexy this this like series and I have to wonder if they're just playing to their audience getting older Or they just were like fuck it. Let's just be more fucking like, you you know more sultry with our characters. I had
0: read. I don't know if they were playing for the older audience. I think they were playing playing to themselves More.
1: Stop touching that. Stop playing with that
0: (laughs) I don't know why I was doing
1: that Why are you playing with something (laughs) while we're talking? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> anyways I I had read somewhere that um, well one I think they were just playing a little bit more to the to themselves you could tell just by like um, you know he, the guy's uh, drawings and humor that he like it likes to do like the sort of sex jokes or the sexiness um, mm-hmm. and that WB this this was aired on WB and they were right. basically given more leeway with WB than they were at Fox. And so they were like, okay, like, let's have some fun with this. And so they were like, I don't know if it was playing with the audience, but it was just more like they were pushing it, doing a lot more of that like, you know, they'll get it or they won't get it sort of thing. Like if, if they're old enough, then they'll get it. And if they're young enough, then they just, it, the, the joke will go over their head. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what I had read.
1: It's interesting that perspective was allowed in uh, you know late nineties ninety eight, um, because it, today if you were watching like Adventure Time and out of nowhere someone like took Finn aside and was like well, hey Finn while we're waiting for like the games to start like what if you and I fuck like I would be like oh, that's a little weird you know, Adventure Time uh,
0: <laughs> definitely I feel like there is though like some innuendos uh, when you bring up Adventure Time uh, that are uh, sort of innuendos or sexual innuendos or whatnot, you know, on that show. So, I don't know. Or a drug or whatnot, you know. I've watched it. Drug for sure. I've watched it with, uh, you know, like, you know, just whatnot, like Jake is all, uh, he's like, kind of like the older guy and pushing on to Finn, like to be all like, uh, you know, smooching with the ki- princesses and whatnot, blah, blah, blah.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess. And there's moments where they kind of, like, feign, like, uh, drunk, right, you know, like or drunk-ish. Yeah, and Ice and King they, and is get, kind yes, of, like,
0: that, a little rapey that's true. and wants to, like, kidnap the princesses and, you know. Yeah,
1: and that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not okay, Adventure Time's doing yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and then they well, make it into, that- like, a good guy towards the end, you know.
1: Well, okay, okay. Then let's get rid of Adventure Time because that's not appropriate. Then let's go with for my argument at least. <laughs> let's go with Chippendale Dale Rescue Rangers. Uh, if all of a sudden like Dale and Chip are like, "Hey, gadget, let's go!" Fucking,
0: there probably bang were it like out. Uh, some little jokes in there. I haven't seen them, but I'm sure like uh, Chip Jesus and Dale wasn't one Christ. that was. The-
1: Everything is tainted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was kind of like the the thing was like there's a lot of these little like that like that's what the movies would. Uh, get the parents attention you know not always sexual jokes but just these little jokes that would go over kids heads but be like hey you know what they're really doing you know you know what he really wants this one was just very overt
1: as a a parent that's what you're saying to your child hey you know what they're really
0: (laughs) doing that's what (laughs) i've done yeah no i'm thinking that you know you're laughing Um, the parents uh, laughing uh, and the kids like laughing too and they don't know why they're laughing. They're laughing because their parents are laughing. You know, they're like mm-hmm. this is funny. And parents are laughing because it's like, oh,
1: yeah, ha, ha, ha. yeah. What does that mean, mom and dad? Uh, I'll tell you you're, when you're older. You have to be a little,
0: <laughs> that joke's a little too old for you.
1: Yeah. yeah. It means Catman wants to fuck Catwoman <laughs> for <laughs> he an just hour. Wants to have
0: some fun for an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. They want. He wants to do it's... adult stuff yeah
1: well I, I think this episode for me <laughs> I, I it, it wins it in the third act it's a fun um, it's, fun one It yeah it's the ultimate cat and it's the whole idea that like fighting the ultimate cat they call it the ultimate cat it's just a giant saber-toothed tiger but like I think it's that. I mean, like it's the it's it's the gladiatorial battle. It's the it's the need for survival against a beast. It's it's that instinct. Like even chimpanzees are scared of cats. Batman would die, the cats right? In general, in this yeah. battle. Yeah, and like literally, when Batman fights this fucking Ultimate Cat, it would have killed Batman and Catwoman in oh, no, seconds. Oh no, no, no! Like,
0: Catwoman can control him. Catwoman can control. Him. Well, all right. It, but see, Batman, that's the thing. Like
1: Catwoman. She could control yeah, it, right? Yeah. But, like, she'd have to control it fast to prevent <laughs> it from killing her. But Batman,
0: right? Batman he would have been dead. Like, he got struck at, at least twice by it. I don't, I thought at least once. But, like, he would have been dead in that first hit by, by that cat. Oh, for sure. He would have been dead and then – or knocked unconscious. And it would have been too late mm-hmm. for Catwoman to come to the rescue.
1: Yep. Yeah, but uh, Catwoman's smart. She literally yells at the cat yeah. – Nice kitty, kitty. <laughs> nice kitty, this, stop this it is what I right learned. now.
0: I learned this from, from new bat new Batman Adventures. That's how I treat all cats.
1: Yeah, he just kind of yells, "Nice kitty, kitty. Nice kitty, <laughs> stop it right now!" And the, and fucking giant cats will stop immediately. And then Steve, Batman, he later tries Catwoman's moves when the Ultimate Cat's coming at him. He does. He looks at the cat and he goes, "Stop, nice kitty." <laughs> That's not going to do it, Batman. It's not stop, nice kitty. It's nice kitty kitty, nice kitty, stop it right now.
0: Do you think he should have written it, it down?
1: I think Batman's smart enough to remember riddles and figure them out on a fucking, you know, on a whim. I think he should have been able to remember the exact commands to fucking work the cat.
0: Now, do you think – so this is a question – do you think he knows that? Well, no, he does know that Selina Kyle is Catwoman. Never mind. Yes. I'm not gonna go. Never mind. Okay. Scratch that.
1: All right. <laughs> so, I have nothing left about this episode. Oh, okay.
0: Well, I wish I had my notes, but I don't. I lost them. <laughs> so. Is there anything
1: about the cat fight? Anything about? Well, I the I, sex? I
0: enjoyed um the last half i think of this episode where it was kind of like him fighting off the cat but this was kind of like an unremarkable episode for it to be catwoman's last one um yeah yeah you know, it was it seemed kind of similar to other ones i guess is what it, what uh it ultimately is
1: it felt like they could have brought back red claw and it would have made more sense for catwoman's storyline and for ending her storyline since Red Claw was kind of the beginning of her story Uh but even Red Claw being the villain and not the cult of the cat or Catman or Thomas Blake even Red Claw being the villain would not have like done anything for me Mm -hmm. like it just wouldn't have I mean if it was still the same storyline and the same energy there's it's just this doesn't feel like an episode that needed (laughs) to be made and and it doesn't feel like an episode that people cared about making at the time it doesn't have that energy behind it when when people love making something when art is when art is being made with love you fucking feel it Uh, you feel it it is it transcends the screen and it goes straight to the audience and this i just don't feel it i just don't it doesn't work for me
0: you know what i don't feel it on this podcast either Really? What's going on? I don't know. All right. Just stop me in the
1: <laughs> comments.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you were just rambling. So, I was just throwing my I was. I was just throwing my two I cents. Was. Come on. But it wasn't funny. I threw you off track, I guess. Anyways. I don't
1: even remember what I was saying. It
0: wasn't real. It was just rambling. You were just rambling <laughs> about how this shows What are your boys on this, this episode? What's disappointing me. I, I, I uh, blah blah, uh, my boys. I give this one like you know five out of five. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, oh my god. You know, probably like two and a half.
1: Oh my god. Well, I'm two out of five on this one. Yeah, I. It's mostly just this ultimate cat fight. I care. That's about. fun.
0: You know, he does a decent job of uh, keeping your attention. You know, and they do that a lot for these Batman ones. I find like. You're kind of like, oh, okay. And it gets to act three. And then, they're, you know, at least it gets your attention on how, you know, whatever mm-hmm. set piece and how they get out of it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yep. Except I feel like sometimes they write such large set pieces in their third act that they just get out of it with, like, and that's an the end of that chapter. <laughs> and
0: then they're done. And then there was an electrical fire. <laughs>
1: no, no. I mean, like, literally, it'll just cut to, like, Bullock and Batman sitting next to a police car being like, well, we got him. <laughs> And then it just fades out, and just goes right to da, 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 like the credits audio plays. I don't, I don't know which yeah, episode that
0: happened in, but let me let's let's research it. All of them, all of them, all of them end that way.
1: There's a there's a few. There are a few that are like just end with Batman and Robin standing next to a cop car.
0: Well, yeah, that or Batman and Gordon just standing next climax. to a cop car,
1: or Gordon and Bullock standing next to a cop car and being like, "Well, it's all wrapped up." Yeah, but like I thought you were trying to say that it
0: like. Did like a flash forward, like where you didn't see the actual action.
1: There have been a few. Uh, there was uh, Clayface's last episode. He just falls to the ground, and then all of a sudden it shows Clayface in a giant water tube. And they're like, Well, we wrapped that up nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like one of those things. Like, wait, no. Like, him falling to the ground is the beginning of an action scene in any other version of the story. But here we are with Growing Pain's episode, and you're just fucking killing off or ending Clayface's story. With him just falling to the ground?
0: Wasn't he After all wet or something like that and falling apart? No,
1: he was electrocuted or some shit too. Yeah, like yeah. It was one of those things where it was just like...
0: Robin was fucking him up. It was up. a weak ending. Robin was fucking was him a up. Weak
1: ending. Yeah, he did.
0: He was mad. He up, yeah, that was a, that was a, you know, he fucked with Robin. You don't fuck with um, Robin. That was a good one. Yeah. It was like one of the few good ones of the season. There's a much, it's much more a few good ones. It
1: was good, but it was it was good. I gave it four out of five boys, but I I it it did wrap up fast. You uh, like I remember being like that wrapped up quick. Did you
0: feel the heart, the love in that one? Because you were, that's, that was what you were rambling about. You were, you're
1: yeah, I did. Yeah. You and, and in fact we talked about it with that director. That director actually was a, a key animator, and so that director finally got to make uh, their their version of of a Batman story, and you could sense. The heart and energy and love behind it because I mean, there were shots that were creative, there was lighting that was incredible, and shadows were utilized at times to hide characters like in doorways and stuff like that to be revealed by headlights. And it was just like genius storytelling at times. Like, Growing Pains was really fucking good. In fact, I think the reason I don't recall exact reason, but if I think the reason was I gave it not a five out of five because it ended so abruptly. I think that was its biggest issue for me in the end, was that if it had not ended so like, boop, that's it, like I would have really loved it even more. Um, but here, here's this one, wrapped up all nice and tight, you know, Batman and, and Gordon just hanging out at, a, at an ambulance. But here we have Catwoman before she heads back to Gotham and uh, chase You've me. mentioning
0: she we stole have her in Paris. the diamonds. That's why. It would...
1: So this is where she becomes the villain of the episode. Mm-hmm. She got it in the end. She got everything. Well, you're supposed in the to end. root
0: for her. It's, that's that's kind of like one of those things where, you know, you kind of like the villain. She's she's Danny Ocean. Yeah. She got away with it. Yep. She helped the. She got the real bad guys, the ones that would kill people, and she's just, blah blah blah. Andy Garcia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess speaking of Catwoman, I just saw that. Uh, did some comic book series. They're doing so many different Batman iterations, but they were trying to tie in, I guess, some some of the Batman the animated series characters. So they like tied in that Catwoman uh, was like raised by the Sewer King when she was a little girl, and the Sewer King was like the. Um, you know, That's so sad Ran the
1: uh, He molested so many people in the sewers too <laughs> We discussed that We were like this is not good The kids are scared of the sewer king In a weird way
0: And uh, that means f- so
1: Wow they basically uh,
0: Showed that uh, They go and visit sad. the sewer king at one point In this like comic book or something like that And, and she's with Batman Cause now I guess in the, In that series she's also a good person
1: didn't Batman kill the sewer king?
0: And no, I don't. I mean, maybe it was alluded to, or but uh, they left it. in This comic book version, they it was called like Batman Future, I think, if I recall correctly. Huh. It sounds pretty fun. It sounds pretty fun. The series.
1: No, that's right. Batman wanted to kill the sewer king. That's right. He wanted to. He was. He, he was, wanted to kill the, the sewer king those. because he was hurting children, but he didn't do it. Uh huh. But he, I remember that. But Batman like did want to. Like, he wanted to put fucking death onto that man. Oh, Jesus Christ. That that was a horrible episode. Yeah, it's like you are thinking the whole time watching that episode. You're like, how did the Sewer King discipline these boys? You know, and, and why was Frog his favorite? And you're – it was just like uh, not good. And then Alfred <laughs> – and then Alfred, of course, like, you know – you could smell that the, 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 the victim stench on that boy. And was just like, Aah! and you're like, Alfred, ugh, you're a monster too. Why well, really are you bringing Alfred? Alfred brings himself into oh, it. It's
0: called Batman slash Catwoman. That's the series. Sorry.
1: Very cool. For any of our listeners I, uh, out there interested in picking up a copy, tell us what you thought. Mm-hmm. Well, great bat stuff, Steve. Great cat stuff too, Steve. <laughs> Meow. Cool Cat Nation. Tune in next week, same Cool Cat time, same Cool Cat channel. <laughs> cool Boy Bat Nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Cult of the Cat, or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond. Cool boys at gmail.com new episodes come out every tuesday also please check out our other great cool Boy central content with the cool boys podcast on itunes soundcloud google play and patreon be sure to like and subscribe to the cool boys also review us on itunes you can donate to us on patreon it only costs a buck and you will receive special access to content too hot to air you can find the cool boys on patreon at www.patreon.com slash cool boys podcast Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Cat Nation. Until next time, it's Biases from
0: Cat Ballard. And that's Biases from Nightwing Steve. So cool.
1: Batman and Beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman and Beyond. Oh, yeah.